Good afternoon, folks. This is Rob McIntosh with the Unsilent Majority on Tuesday, September 15th. I hope everybody's doing well and good afternoon. Wanted to reach out today and have our new podcast in regard to what's gone on in the NFL and where they lost their way. I hope, like I said, I hope everybody's doing well and they are home and working and doing their thing and they're tolerating the BS that's going on in the world. And the one thing that's got me ruffled, for lack of a better term, is the NFL. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up is a friend of mine messaged me about her thoughts, yes, her thoughts, on what's going on with the NFL and how they are playing the black national anthem, our African-American national anthem, before they are playing the United States national anthem. Now, are we losing our way, folks, or is that called the national anthem for the reason of us being a nation? Now, I could be wrong, but I think that has something to do with us being a nation. Now, if you disagree, certainly reach out, 617-233-6543, or you can reach me at coachesquips at gmail.com. Yes, coachesquips at gmail.com. Now, last week we spoke to Bill Toro, William Toro, who wrote an excellent book about Somerville, Massachusetts, how the city has basically changed. And we promoted the book a little bit, but why we did that and why I had him on is I wanted to demonstrate to you what's going on in this country now that it's being perpetrated by the NFL. There is nobody. Now, I'm saying it to you, my audience, and the public. There is nobody out there that supports the rights of all individuals more than I. I say that sarcastically, meaning there are people out there, but you know what I'm saying. The point I'm making is this. I support the rights of everybody. Black, white, Hispanic, Indian, gay, straight, lesbian, transgendered, all of those things. Now, Why I say this is because I want to put into perspective what's going on with the NFL. The NFL is pushing an agenda that not all of their fans agree with. Now, I think most NFL fans will say that they certainly value all lives. I don't think you'll get a discrepancy with that. But what I think the NFL fans are going to start saying to the NFL is stop pushing one agenda over another and let us just watch football. Tell me if you disagree. Again, 617-233-6543. Now, me, when I worked for the Sheriff's Department, I went to work at night. I worked in the jail in Boston. I went into work at night, and I could not bring anything outside of work that had anything connotating to any type of agenda. For example, I've coached for a long time. I could not bring in raffle tickets for certain teams I was coaching. I couldn't bring in shirts or jackets or anything like that to promote the team that I was coaching at the time. I used to give that stuff away on my own time outside of work. Now, the reason why I mention this is because if... Players in the NFL want to push forth the Black Lives Matter agenda. Kudos. Perfect. I'm behind you. I think you should push it. Matter of fact, you're not doing your your team and your 
social network any justice if you don't push that platform. But here's the caveat. You need to push that platform on your own time. Now, the NFL is a football league. It's entertainment. Beginning and end. Right there. Entertainment. Specific type of entertainment. Sports. Entertainment. It begins and it ends right there. You cannot have a coach or a player pushing their agenda and or reacting from whatever that agenda might be and say they're not going to partake. For example, as I mentioned, I could not push any team that I was coaching or any organization I was involved with, like the Knights of Columbus. I couldn't push that organization. It's a Catholic organization. Nor should I think, nor do I think that anybody should push any agenda while on duty. Now, again, it's repetitive. I understand. But if you want to push Black Lives Matter, do it on your own time. Do not use the platform of the NFL and the free marketing of the news media, meaning the team, you know, the news media or the sports casting media that's going to broadcast your games using that medium to send out a message that not all people agree with is wrong. Now, if you want to nail on your own time, you nail on your own time. When you are on the job, you are on the football field, you are on my time. Meaning, I'm the owner of the team, you are on my time. You are on the league's time. You are there to work, which is play a game and get paid for it. Beginning and end of it. There is no in-between. You don't have time after at a press conference to push Black Lives Matter, Red Lives Matter, White Lives Matter. That is not what you're there to do. You are there to play a sport. Period. Beginning and end of conversation. Now let me ask you this, folks. If you worked in a job where you couldn't solicit anything in the job, what do you think the punishment would be? So if you come into work and they say no soliciting, no pushing, you know, your son or daughter's little league team or pop water football or their cookie sales and things like that, what do you think the punishment would be for that? What should, or should there be a punishment at all? The reason why I ask that is because if you're pushing something like that, what is the difference of pushing that agenda or pushing a social agenda? Again, I know it's repetitive, and we, I have already said it. I have no problem with anybody pushing any agendas at all on their own time. I don't think people should take their company time to push any agenda. You can't see a police officer standing out there and, or a firefighter for that matter, or, or a, you know, someone in the first responder field, or a doctor pushing their agenda. They just can't do it. They have to do their job and move on with it. Now... Part of the problem, and I know some of the audience isn't going to be happy with this, but part of the problem, we have teachers out there that are pushing their agenda behind closed doors because they're pushing their agenda on kids based upon their teaching. Now, I'm sorry. I don't know how any of this Black Lives Matter falls into the fact of mathematics. And I've had arguments or discussions or lack thereof, if you want to call it that, on Facebook and various places with people telling me that you can't teach literature and you can't teach history without teaching or showing your, 
your side of your political view and your side of things, your thinking. Well, I'm sorry, I disagree with that. Because your job as a teacher and in any field is to give the information. It's not to push any agenda. That's why your job in the NFL is to catch a ball or run the ball or tackle someone or throw the ball or whatever the case may be, whatever your position is, period. You're not there to push an agenda. It should be done on your time, not on the time of the company. That's why I'm really baffled at the NFL for not pushing anything to these owners and telling them that, you know, you can't do this. You know, telling their teams they can't do this. Now, I have nothing against the Black Lives Agenda, Black Lives Matter agenda per se, the way it would stand if we were talking about actual Black Lives Mattering. I, you know... I would agree, but that's not what it's about. It's pushing a political, left-wing political agenda to basically communism. And these Democratic, you know, reps and senators and legislatures of all levels want to stand there and look you in the eye and tell you that this is normal behavior. Now, I'm not saying the Republicans don't push agendas. Of course they do. But, you know, they compare Black Lives Matter and, and they're talking about how the NFL wants to, you know, unity and peace. Do they think they're unifying people by pushing one agenda over another? Do they really believe that? Think about that. If you were pushing one agenda over another, do you really believe that you're getting your point across? You're actually alienating people. You know, I was watching... Uh, the news, I won't tell you which one, and it wasn't Fox, because everybody jumps on me when it, because I mentioned Fox, but it wasn't Fox, and they were showing the statistics for the average of homes that were watching NFL this weekend. It's the lowest opening weekend in NFL history, 24%. There's a reason for that. People are fed up with being pushed upon, agendas being pushed upon them, and their value system being infringed upon. Listen, if you have a different value system than me, that's fine. That's your business. But you don't have to push yours on me, nor will I push mine on you. I do this podcast for the simple fact that I get a chance, as a regular guy, to sit down and talk about the world as it is in my view. I tell you what I think. I tell you how I feel. I tell you what I think should happen. But I'm not the authority on anything. Who am I? I am just a regular guy doing this podcast, The Unsilent Majority. And again, I have coached, so I give my wise-ass quips. That's what it's about. That's all I'm doing. If you don't believe me, that's your right. You don't want to listen to me, that's your right. But I can't go into my job. I drive a, a bus now. I can't go in on a bus and talk about political leanings. It's just not right. First and foremost, you're going to get a lot of backlash because, you know, I have passengers from all over the world and they don't agree necessarily agree with our politics. So why get in that battle with them? I had a woman about a year ago who was my tour director and she was from Quebec, a Canadian, obviously. And she kept getting up and she's the tour director. So she's running the tour. I just basically drive and go here, there and everywhere with the people. She runs the tour, and she's pushing on the people in the bus, all the passengers. She's pushing on them about how bad of a president Trump is. And I told her when we were alone, I said, you have a lot of nerve. 
Number one, he's not your president. And number two, who are you to disparage what's going on in the United States? You make your bread and butter here. So the whole gist of all of this is pushing an agenda on your time. You want to sit outside and, you know, sell flowers and, and unite, you know, every transgender, white, black, gay, whatever person you want to do. That's fine. That's your business. You want to stand out there and talk about abortion and whatever agenda it is that you're pushing or whatever agenda you believe in or whatever value system you believe in. You want to push that. Do it on your time. There should be repercussions for people that do it on company time. I'm sorry. There should be suspensions. There should be people that uh, lose their job over it. It's not a play. It's not a play. It's not the political arena. That's the term I'm looking for. It's not a political arena. It's a place of business. And people are going to say, well, what about the NFL? It's, it's not a place of business. Well, it certainly is. It's the entertainment business. You know, and, and what are you saying to a young kid? that they go home and they're listening to mom and dad, you know, that brings up a good point, not to, and I'm going to, it's going to connotate it to this subject matter. When I was coaching, when I was a young coach, I had a very astute man who I loved dearly and coached for and coached with and had coached for me for a long time, gave me a piece of advice, two pieces of advice that have stuck with me as a young coach. And... The first one was, you're never going to be able to coach the kitchen table. So don't start showing your political side of things and don't push an agenda about hard work and all that. Don't do that. Even though you want your kids to work hard, you can't push that agenda. And I said, well, why not? He said, because you cannot coach the kitchen table. And what does that mean? You could have players all afternoon, especially at the high school level, from, say, 2.30 to 5.30, And when they go home, the influence they're going to have is going to be mom and dad. So you're not going to be able to coach the kitchen table, as they say. So that piece of advice was apropos. And the other piece of advice that he gave me that still works in all phases of life is 33% of the team is going to love you. 33% of the team is going to dislike you. And 33% of the team is going to be very unsure of you. And what he means by that is a third, a third, and a third are all going to have views of you. So your job as a coach, or in society, or in work, is to keep that 33% away from the 33% that do not like you. So the 33 that are unsure, keep them away from the 33% that dislike you, and you'll be successful. Not everybody's going to like you, so why make matters worse by pushing any type of agenda? It's It's not the right place to do things. So by living by that motto of a third and a third and a third, and keeping one-third away from the third that doesn't like you, you can get anything accomplished. Why that connotates to pushing an agenda is the fact that the agenda that you're trying to push is not necessarily what people want to hear. So when they're asking for people to understand what they are trying to get us to believe, by having their own national anthem, they are pushing against the whole idea of a nation, hence the word national. It's trying to be one. So by doing a national anthem of their own, you are dividing the nation. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but to me that is irresponsible. You want us to buy your product. You want us to watch your product. You want us to be in the same page. But yet you want to do your own thing and push that agenda on other people. You just can't do that.
So that being said, the NFL has a lot to apologize for because let's be honest with each other. Let's call it what it is. What are the percentage of fans that would qualify under black lives? I'm not talking about players. I'm talking about fans. Now, let's be honest with each other. I know this isn't politically correct, but that's not what we're here for. The majority of fans, for obvious reasons, because the majority of the population are Caucasian, the majority of the fans of the NFL are Caucasian people. So, are you going to upset the, the discourse and the climate of the American people by pushing an agenda that has nothing to do with the game? To me, that is irresponsible on the NFL's part. And why it becomes more and more irresponsible is they keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. What are the limits? When do we as individuals say enough is enough? When do we as individuals say we're not putting up with this anymore? Because I'll tell you right now, I am not going to follow the NFL. This is coming from, as my audience knows, a person that has coached for a long time, especially football. I am not going to change who I am and change the dynamic of what I do to support an agenda I don't believe in. Now, I'm sorry, this is getting out of hand, and we need to stop it. We need to do something about it. So, folks, today's episode is a short episode for a variety of reasons. I'm back in school doing something for myself, and I am going to work around the time to make sure these podcasts are quicker. But again, I'm Rob McIntosh. This is the unsilent majority. I know a lot of you out there feel this way. Believe me, I understand. I am on your side. And you need to get in touch with me and let me know what you think. 617-233-6543 or coachesquips at gmail.com. Because if we keep putting up with this, these things are going to happen. And you know what? Enough is enough. I've had enough. I'm getting sick of it. And let's face it. The world is getting sick of it. Instead of trying to find ways of dividing us, Find ways to unite us. The old saying is, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. By promoting this, you become part of the problem. And I don't know about you, but I'm sick of the problem to begin with, and I don't want anything to do with being part of the problem. So in order for us to be better, become better, and you know, make America great again, let's be part of the solution, not part of the problem. Again, I'm Rob McIntosh. This is the silent major, unsilent majority, excuse me, <laughs> losing my mind here. The unsilent majority coaches quips. I will talk to you again on Thursday. Have a great day. Don't forget to vote. Talk to you soon.